Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio. Oh my gosh, I have a return guest today. And I'm so excited about this return guest because I, I mean, I'm seeing how he has persevered. He's he's doing it. He's keeping it going. He's keeping his dream alive. And I mean, I'm just, I'm amazed at all the things that he's doing. I want to welcome back to the show, Mr. William Turner. Thank you so much for calling in again today. Thank you for the interview. <laughs> oh, it's always a pleasure, Mr. Turner. So what's going on? Tell me about the new things that are going on, your book. Yes. Um, if memory, um, to refresh your memory, I was working on two books, um, The Corpses Beneath the Tree mm-hmm. and The Young Assassin. That was interrupted. Because uh, FX Network wanted uh, a script, and uh, I was knee deep in trying to write a script. Mm. And on the 26th of this month, I received a voicemail uh, with a follow-up of a phone call and a subsequent email. Uh, NCIR wants to go into partnership to uh, adapt my book. Death comes for the president. I have been ecstatic ever since. Oh my gosh. Oh my and goodness. The, and the ironic part about it is that uh, an individual uh, had read it and was impressed with it, and he was just not uh, any reader. He was an editor, and he went back hailing the praises of our. Uh, Death Count for the President at NCII, I think that's it, uh, turned around and said, we would love to go into partnership with you. Uh, our editor read it and rated it A+. plus. Wow. Wow. And I remember Death Comes for the President. I remember that because we we were talking about that on your last interview and how everything was, you know, was written and you were putting it out and you had already put it out. I'm, I'm trying to remember the timeline, but I I'm, I was definitely impressed by it and I loved it as well. You know what? I am so happy for you. So, I mean, this is amazing. This is amazing. How did this happen? I mean, how did they get their hands on it? Was it something that you did that you just kind of, you know, whatever, and then just kind of left it alone? Or did you did you push through? Or did you, I mean, how did this happen? Uh, my friends had, uh, they were impressed with uh, A Murder in Our Midst, uh, my first uh, debut uh, novel. And uh, they dared me to uh, write a romance. And uh, to be honest, I've never had a riveting, rock-solid romance. And uh, I had these two individuals in uh, Texas, and I didn't know what to do with them. Something said, leave them there and who won't. And um, I decided to split them up. 
And uh, one had gone to Harvard Law School, and his parents were so proud of him, they were quite affluent. And uh, they gave him a trip to South America. Uh, and there he uh, fell in love with his stunningly beautiful woman. And uh, naturally he proposed to her, but she told him she could not give him any children. And, uh, but she was amenable uh, to a surrogate. That didn't matter to him because he was head over heels in love. Mm -hmm. They married and came back to Texas. And he had uh, political aspirations, local, state. And then he set his sights on uh, the national thing, uh, the presidency. He ran and he won. And shortly thereafter, he was murdered. And Hence the title, Death Counts for the President. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we, and we uh, I brought in uh, the government, the U.S. government was really uh, quite irate. They wanted to exact revenge, retaliation. And uh, they brought in my uh, detective, uh, Sir Robert, and his assistant, uh, Detective Dennis, and uh, to retrace the president's uh, itinerary, which which took them to uh, foreign countries. And they had to be extremely diplomatic because they were, uh, in a sense, interviewing and, in a sense, indicting uh, the heads of these countries, uh, China, Japan, and uh, Turkey. Mm -hmm. And uh, to see what he had eaten because he had been poisoned. And... uh, to make an assessment. Sir Robert was, uh, during the investigation, he was surprised of the five murders that had been committed at Walter Reed Hospital and had gone unsolved. And he had begun to connect the dots. And what his investigation disclosed shocked not only the uh, nation, but the world itself. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, how do you, I think we went through this last time, but how do you come up with this? This is, you know, these things are like, I mean, when I was young, I remember like, you know, having that imagination, having those, those things, but to put it to paper is a totally different thing. When you discovered you could do this, what, I mean, was it amazing to you or, I mean, what went through your mind? realized 
that um, I had uh, been impressed by Agatha Christie. Uh, when I had written my first uh, message, A Murder in Our Midst, um, I submitted the manuscript to Avon Books asking for a talent critique. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I got one. And uh, the lady told me, uh, God knows, at my age, I've forgotten her name. Uh, she says, yes, you do have talent, but do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. which I followed. And uh, after that, uh, it was published, and um, one of my employees told me, Mr. Turner, you have some reviews. My heart had dropped. Mm. And with, uh, yeah, um, I reviewed those uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. And it was met with monumental success. Mm. That was the turning point that let me know that I could write uh, convincing murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 And the perseverance that it takes to get get this done. What did it take for you? Well, I mean, what what kind of dedication you know, did you have I mean, the hours, the days, the, the commitment? What, what? How did you do this? Well, first of all, the art of writing is that uh, you don't have an overflowing of ideas. You get the ideas from everyday living. Uh, for example, uh, I was sitting in mass and the priest was going on and on and on. And... Uh, I said, we got the message, move on. And then I gestured with my hand across my throat to cut it. By that time, he turned around and caught me. I was absolutely mortified. So when I left left services, I was going to breakfast, and uh, a thought came, death comes to the vicarage. So I uh, hastened home, and uh, I drafted that. And uh, it's uh, an expertise that you learn, uh, that you have to be taught. Mm -hmm. First of all, you must have a solid foundation in English, aware that short, simple sentences speed the reader up. Complex, compound sentences, you inject description, setting, Uh, and comments and all of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, you don't become discouraged if you are rejected. Okay. Because publishing is highly subjective. It depends on how the uh, editor what mood they're in, mm-hmm. how they're feeling that day. They might have had uh, problems at home. They might have had, uh, what is that, a, a bad night's sleep. Okay. They might be having problems on the job. So your work doesn't get the review and the consideration that it deserves. Mm-hmm. It's a cursory denial. And uh, readers now are realizing that the uh, denials are almost identical. Thank you for your submission. Good luck and all of this. Right. And uh, people 
do not be discouraged by this, but persevere mm-hmm. and continue regardless. Should you get a review that says it doesn't make sense, I didn't like it and all of this, and if they go into details to explain why, what you do is this, you learn from it, because in a sense, it's constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And be aware, you will not be able to please and satisfy everybody. Right. But the most important thing is this. Have your work reviewed, edited, to make sure that everything is as it should be. Mm-hmm. And uh, that way you cannot be uh, denied because of the grammar. They might uh, discern uh, a grammatical error and mm-hmm. summarily dismiss you. Mm-hmm. And so you make sure that everything is done. Right. And then when you are asked for a query letter to tell the editor, the potential editor, what it's all about, you can do it yourself and be denied, rejected. Hmm. You can hire a professional query writer to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And you can still be rejected and denied. So there are no surefire ways of grabbing an editor's attention. Absolutely not. Wow. 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 I mean, there's so many different components to writing, but you you are doing an excellent job. So now that everything is coming to, to fruition, your perseverance, your your dedication, and all the things that you've done to get to this point are paying off, where can people reach you so that they can join in on the jubilee of this occasion? Well, I tell you, I'm an extremely private person. I don't hold book signings or anything like that. I would like to walk into the grocery store, buy my uh, uh, groceries mm-hmm. unnoticed, and walk out. Uh, I don't want to be hemmed, in, uh, hemmed up in a clothing store or wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, only one person knows in my neighborhood, and that is my neighbor, and that is it. Mm. Uh, but as far as anyone else tooting my own horn and all of this, absolutely not. Correct. Mm. So, so where can people buy the book then? They can get the book at Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, and other book outlets. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people that are in the industry. Um, music industry and things like that, very popular people. And, they, and they've and they opted to kind of go into hiding, you uh-huh. know, for the same reason. They want to go to Walmart. It's the, right. it's the simplest thing. They just want to go shopping for themselves, get their own clothes, walk through the mall, have a good time, go out with their grandchildren, go to the movies. These are things uh-huh. that most people don't realize that celebrities give up. They give yeah, up. they do. The paparazzi, once you uh, gain a modicum of success. They're all over you. They're prying into your uh, background. Your uh, your uh, friends, relatives, they're probed and prodded. And you just uh, incur unwanted uh, publicity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I want my work to uh, be uh, my publicity. Okay. Not me. I got you. I got you. Well, wow. 
Wow, this has been such a what, and I am so I'm so happy for you. Uh, you know, it is to me, Mr. Turner. This is the beginning of such a wonderful thing for you, and and I'm hoping that we have you back on the show and let us know when the screenplay is done. I mean, this is amazing. This is just wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And I want the people to realize when they watch these award shows mm-hmm. and these uh, movie stars are all glammed up receiving awards and all attention is focused on them, stop and think who wrote it, mm-hmm. who got it uh, made into a film. Those are the unspun heroes. Yeah. Because it is absolutely involved, and uh, the budget for it, the uh, what is it? Getting this uh, screenwriter, because the writer is not a screenwriter, so mm-hmm. you have to get a screenwriter. You have to find someone who's interested in it, uh, a producer, a director. Mm-hmm. And then once you get it to that space and all of it, those people go unsung. Yeah. Ignored. Yeah. They focus on, like, uh, these people that win the Oscars. Those are not the ones to be praised per se. Mm-hmm. It is that creative individual who wrote it and the screenwriter who perfected it for the viewer. The director, the producers, uh, those are the ones who brought it to the screen. Yes. I totally agree with you, and that's who we focus on right here on Dream Chasers Radio, uh, is the people who, you know, do the work. Right. <laughs> Basically, you do the work. It's just, you know. Right. And it's just like, uh, you know, you turn around and you create this beautiful gown or suit or whatever, and... Uh, the person who wears it is getting all of the accolades and all of this. Mm-hmm. But what about the uh, haberdashers? What about the people who uh, sewed it? Right. Uh, and who designed it mm-hmm. and all of this? Yeah. It's a lot of hands involved that a lot yeah. of people just don't realize. And I don't think they, I don't think people do it on purpose. I just think that we always go with what is in front of us. Um, and they just don't, they're not made aware. Right. Uh, it's just like you're directing a person's attention, focus. This is the one who won it. Right. But the the actors, the uh, actresses, they are like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Look beneath the icing. Correct. Like who made the cake? Mm-hmm. You're right. Look at the ingredients that went into making the cake. You're correct. And then you will have a deeper appreciation for... Uh, everything watching this come to fruition. Correct. Correct. Wow. Well, I want to thank you again so much for being on the show. And thank you again, Mr. Turner, for uh, updating us on Death Comes to Death Comes to the President by William Death Turner. For yes, for the president. I'm sorry. Death Comes for the President. You know, you guys can get that on Amazon. We will have that in the link below as well as on our Facebook page. And you can go ahead and click on it and go straight there. Check it out. It's a great book. I guarantee you will be riveted. Thank you again so much, much, Mr. Turner, for being on the show. 
and thank you for the interview. And I'm glad to be back. Definitely. And I'm glad to have you back and looking forward to more. And I hope not to disappoint because your readers, if they like one, they feel that the next one must be better and you're forever trying to perfect your craft. Definitely. I understand that very, very much so. All right, Mr. Turner. All right, here we go. (laughs) See you later. Okay, thank you. Yeah.